0: This Tonto episode was researched by Sensei Tracy at ravencresttactical.com, swordscholar.com, and of course, our good friend Wiki. In this case, Wikimedia. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Say hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today we're going back to blades. We love them so much. Us. Why would we not revisit them one more time, right? Exactly, Us. Sensei. This time, with a little help from our friend, Sensei Tracy. Hi, guys. We're going to take a look at the tanto, the knife, a little more closely than we have in the past. Thanks for being here, Sensei Tracy, seriously, and for sharing all the information that you gathered about the tanto. Boy, that was fun to read. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sensei Tracy's been on the show a few times before. Who remembers which
1: episode? She was on the Wabi Sabi episode with her son, Sensei Sam. I
0: love the Wabi Sabi episode. I want that on a rerun soon. Mm. So see, I'm add glad to you brought list. it up. Now we can add it to the list. That's it. Excellent. It surely is, Sensei. We're ready to go.
2: Us. Want to start us out, please, Sensei Tracy? Absolutely us. If you guys don't want to Google Tonto to see pictures, check out the cool pictures that Landon posted on Twitter. Thanks, Sensei Tracy. You're welcome. And aren't we a little excited because one of the pictures is going to be my actual tanto? It is,
1: Sensei. So
2: that's pretty cool, right, Trace? Oh, it's totally cool. Even without a visual, it's easy to understand that a tanto is a variation on a knife. They look a lot like all other knives in the world, except, in my opinion, they are very beautiful.
0: They are very beautiful.
2: Don't you guys think there's thousands
0: of kinds of knives?
1: Uh, Definitely.
0: Do you have a favorite kind I like
3: the short knives because they're easily hidden. So mm. I can go somewhere from a Swiss Army knife to a Tanto to a paring knife in my
0: kitchen. I like pocket knives.
2: Mm. Modern
0: Marvels did a whole show on pocket knives, by Do the way. they really? Oh, they did?
2: Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. I like my six-inch chef's knives because I, I use it quite frequently, and it, um, I just love the way it fits in my hand, and I'm really comfortable with it.
0: That's so cool, right? Oh, uh, yes. Definitely.
2: Okay, we have got to get back on track,
0: Mr.
1: Landon. You going to get us going? Us. Sensei, this is very interesting. Tonto actually means short blade. So the Tonto blade ranges from anywhere between 6 inches and 12 inches. That's a really nice size blade. Yes. Not too long, but you also, you don't have to be right up. So we're going to give it just right. Us. It's the oatmeal that's just right. And the porridge uh-huh, just
0: right in
3: the Goldilocks. I can see that. And I'm going to add that the tanto can have
2: a single sharp edge, or both edges can be sharp. And speaking of the shape, I'll add that the points are thought to have pierced the armor that the samurai wore. This makes me think back on your sword episode and how the steel is some of the strongest and sharpest in the world.
3: That's right, and um, tanto made for samurai were harder at the tip. This created a better surface to use repeatedly in both
0: stabbing and slashing. As gross
1: as Staff that is. Staffing and slashing. I love you that You said image. that so confidently.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to add this fact. Tonto all had a saya, which is the sheath or the covering, and a tsuba, which is the guard where the blade and the hilt meet. If you don't know this already, you got to go back and listen to our episode on its bigger brothers and sisters, the wakasashi and the katana.
1: And if you're really dedicated to Wildcat Dojo Conversations, you can go way back on our Twitter feed little pro tip if we have time on twitter there's four buttons one of them is media that's how you can find the graphics faster so you get none of us mm. just with words you just get the actual graphics so that's a little tip. cool i agree and i'll go on to say that the tanto were used when other weapons failed which is interesting in a smaller version known as the Kiken was carried by female samurai. It's amazing to
0: me that we did three episodes on blades already, and there's so much more to add. Oh, right? so
1: it's gonna—it's oh. going to be a four-episode series. That's a lot of information. I wonder if it's us and we're just <laughs> kind of blade obsessed. <laughs> I think that would be a good
2: guess. <laughs> well, I'll, I might as well keep it going with one more thing about the shape. It's very unique. Some are flatter, and some are more traditionally knife shaped most have Nohira, a line. which, if you didn't listen to the podcast on swords yet, it's the line where the tougher steel meets the softer steel that creates the sharper edge.
1: Oh, Sensei, and that's a really nice segue for me to tell them that they should go back to episode 40 and hear all about ridgelines and sharp swords.
3: Or wait, maybe we'll play it on
0: our archived episode on March 29th. Add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. They're going to have to wait and see on that one. Plus, they can tell us which one they would like to hear, right? Absolutely. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'm ready to move on. In your research, Sensei Tracy, I was amazed at how many types of Tonto you found. Mm. Yes. So, of course, we have to round robin this
2: one.
1: Of course we do. Can I start? <laughs> Please. Okay, so I'm going to start talking about the hira. It is the most common because it has no ridge line. And the reason it has no ridge line is because it's made from one piece of the triangular steel.
3: Okay, I'm going to go next. There's the Kanmuri Otoshi. It is made in the shape of the hero blade, and it's double-edged with the back
2: half of one side of the two blades totally unsharpened. Yes. I've got one that was used by the samurai in the Sengoku period. It is called Yoritoshi, and it's quite thick at the ridge, which makes it excellent for armor piercing and grappling. I can kind of picture that, but then again, we've already been over the fact that I kind of like
0: visualizing that gore stuff as long as I'm not in it.
1: Really <laughs> you, we've talked about it. No. Who knew?
0: But on that note, I'm going to add on that there's one made from broken long swords. It's called Shiogi. And it is quite rare. Okay, I've created a screamers from my broken bows,
3: but I have never created a short blade from a broken, longer one.
0: That's something else and so cool. Us. Yes. And the literature says that the shinogi means the central ridge that runs along the length of the blade. Well, we've mentioned it three times already in this podcast. The softer, sharper side is separated from the tougher,
1: stronger side. Us. Yes. Us. Yes. And Sensei, I remember that from our episode on blades. And I'm going to finish this with a little bit of a gross one. I, I feel like I always get the gross ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a Kubikuri. It's the rarest of all the ancient Tonto. And the thing is, it doesn't have a sharpened point. Because it's made not for stabbing, but really for cutting off heads. The word means head cutter. Super gross. Oh, man. <laughs> it is super gross. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't care. It's super cool, too. (laughs) It's very cool. Okay, let's keep up the pace for a change. And let's move on to a little bit of history. Yes, I really like this part of the research. The Tantos started
3: being used mid Heian period, 794 to 1195. Then at the
0: end of the Heian period, many ornate Tanto were created. That's a cool fact. And I'm going to move us on to the 15th century, where ornate designs gave way again to the need to produce many weapons.
1: Us. I remember from our other episode that this back and forth between ornate production and mass production went on for centuries and was always driven by peace and war. Speaking of war,
2: the way samurai have used the Tanto has remained pretty secretive over time. Mm, Secret. (laughs) It is a great
0: segue, though, into the use of these small and fabulous blades.
1: Us. I'll start again. Obviously, they're used for slashing and stabbing.
0: And I'll keep
3: going with the idea that they were and are popular because they're adept at the elements of speed and surprise, which makes them perfect for close contact
0: fighting. So I'm going to go off on a little segue here and say years ago, I was given a video from a company that makes knives called Cold Steel. It's about how dangerous knife fighting can be. Mm. And it was both enlightening and unbelievably creepy to watch. It's really? about 20 minutes long.
2: Wow. Master Collegian used to say that in close, a knife was and is more dangerous than a gun.
0: I totally remember that. Do you remember that too, Sensei Jackie? I
3: have such a visual of him standing in front of the class with a knife and someone holding um, a fake gun, an air pistol. And he got to them before it uh, went off. Oh, yeah. I yeah. had forgotten that
2: visual. Yeah. 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 yeah and don't um, forget- don't forget, he also used to say real women throw knives.
3: But seriously, how much fun is throwing
0: them? That has been around forever. When I get to my dojo and I have 10 minutes before people come, nothing makes me smile like throwing knives. Yes. It's like yeah. my favorite thing to do with that extra few minutes. Does yes. anybody else ever have that?
2: Absolutely. I, I love actually, to throw knives. Yep. Anytime, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, I think we have a few more facts about how samurai use the Tonto, don't we? Yes, we do. And I get a gross one.
1: Oh, Ooh, yay. yay. <laughs> <laughs> she took it from me. Yay.
0: People
3: were known to use Tonto as the weapon of choice when committing seppuku.
1: Glad you got the gross facts, say eh, Jackie. But I have a neat one this time. When a samurai would fight with blades in both hands, they used all sorts of combinations. Uh, sometimes they used a katana with a wakizashi and also a sword with a tonto. The notes said that the easy grip changes on a tonto made it popular with many warriors over the wakizashi. That is some practice. Oh, it's well, in both goodness. hands. Absolutely. In a, in a katana with and wakizashi a yep. and then a sword and a t- Like yeah. what? I know. It's you just, have just like a lot. have a good lot. combination to have a small blade here and a big blade there and just what That's, it really like,
3: reminded me of was Sensei Tracy's um, six-inch uh, chef knife, because I bet you can, you're can you really dexterous with that, and then holding a sword in your other hand, it would just
2: be crazy. It would be crazy. It's kind of like, like patting your head and rubbing your belly at the same time. That's right. Yeah. That's really
0: a neat one, Landon. And frankly,
2: I'm glad you got it. Okay, let's move on to the kaiken, the dagger, the tanto of the female samurai. Oh, Sensei, I'll start this one. Women used a version of Tanto called Kaiken. It's a dagger that can be single or double-edged and is 8 or 10 inches long.
3: I read that too. And I'll add that it was carried in the kimono and used for self-defense to guard the home and for seppuku by cutting the veins in their own necks if captured or dishonored.
1: And I love that fighting spirit, but I'm not so crazy about cutting the veins in your neck. It is kind of that gross. Gross. I, I Absolutely. Know. But back on track. I remember we mentioned in one of our podcasts, the female samurai, which are known as Uno Bogeisha, and they train to protect the family and the family's honor. I know this is a weird segue, but speaking
0: of honor, we haven't told the audience a lot lately that we have this book podcast coming up. And the book that Sensei Jim picked for us is called The Martial Way by Forrest E. Morgan. And did you guys notice in the beginning of the book how much time he spends on honor. I did notice it, Sensei. I was surprised that that much of his writing was dedicated to honor. I'm interested in where he's going to go with this. Mm. You guys have to check out our tweet and join us for the read. Right, Landon? Us. I know we say later in the podcast that our Twitter account is Wildcat Dojo, but I'll say it here too. Us. Anyway, let's get back to it. We're going to finish with a great piece of information that you dug up, Sensei Tracy. Tanto
2: jutsu. Right? That was interesting. Tanto jutsu is the study of the knife and explores the use of the weapon in both offense and defense. Although it's more commonly called Tanto jutsu, the longer name is Jinen Ru Tanto jutsu.
3: You know, I love this part, sensei. History says that the founder was Manaka sensei, and his teacher, Hatsumi sensei, taught him how to use the tanto. The curriculum focused on understanding the principles of the weapon.
1: Us And I'll add that Sensei Minaka thought the Tanta was perfect for close-in fighting and felt it was important to know how your blade worked, and also to get good at defending against another blade.
0: Okay, Landon, that was a good one. And I'm going to add one more thing. As it is in most systems, practicing was done with wooden and rubber weapons. Also, although some of the information has been lost over the generations, we did get
2: some cool stuff. So, as usual... Let's get started. All right, I'll start. He realized that since the knife would be held with just one hand, the other hand could be trained to trap, seize, and control opponents.
0: Well, we do love our control moves in this system, don't we? Uh, Yes.
3: We certainly do, Sensei. Um, Manaka Sensei focused on muto or no sword. In a move that was unique at the time, he focused on the importance of the body
1: movements and not the knife. Us, I read that since he considered the idea of disarming a swordsman unrealistic, he focused training on preparing the practitioner for fighting opponents that were armed with different blade lengths. In fact, he might have been one of the first to realize that different blade lengths needed different strategies for both defense and in the attack.
0: Oh, cool. That's really amazing. That is way cool.
1: I really like that fact.
0: And it's something I think somebody would take for granted. Like they wouldn't consider it, let alone mm. put time into putting a system together that addresses it, right? Yes. Okay, but we're gonna get back to the meat. Ew. Ew. <laughs> that
2: was
0: gross. <laughs> of what Sensei Manaka created. Come on. <laughs> that was a, that was a sorting slash no, cutting. No, it
1: wasn't.
0: Of fine. That was just gross, sensei. <clears throat> he made a syllabus of kata and stances, and some of that information
2: was passed down. So let's start with that. Us. It seems he created three main areas of study. There's Kame, which is stance, and it's composed of seven different stances and different knife grips. His thought was that different stances and different grips affect not only the physical performance of the practitioner, but it also affects the attitude and mentality of the fighter.
0: Oh, I think that's 100% true. Us. Us. I I would like to say that I'm completely without a change of mind, no matter what is in my hand, but I don't think that's true. Oh, Sensei. I'd like to say it, but I'm sure it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to push on. I think we have a few more details to share,
1: don't we, Landon? We do, Sensei. There's something called Kihon Gata, and it is the basic form. The moves include thrusting and cutting, as well as speed and agility. Sensei Manaka realized the importance of connecting the knife to the practitioner's bookwork.
0: Something else we can relate to, right, guys? Sensei. Awesome, yeah. Okay, where are we, Sensei Jackie? Well, there's a more advanced kata,
3: and it was called sabaki. This one was a higher level of training, and the practitioner could focus on combining everything they'd learn. This kata added things like joint locks and throws.
2: Right. Another interesting thing about this level was that it included subduing without killing someone. I wonder if this was one of the first systems to focus on using both deadly force and an alternative to deadly force.
0: Well, you know what? That does bring us back to Master Collegian because he was a big proponent of having skill at both things. Absolutely. And sensei,
2: don't you
3: think that what we've read about uh, Sensei Manaka is that this was like uh, the first of Master Collegian's weapons courses? Hmm. Ooh. Because he's including everything that Master Collegian did. It's almost as though it was uh, sent to Master
0: Collegian from Sensei Manaka. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Jackie went there. Very cool. <laughs> and on that spooky note, <laughs> I have one more fun fact. Sensei Monaka realized that you didn't need to have the tanto to fight. He encouraged his students to use other small objects and apply the technology
2: to it. And I love that fact, don't you guys? I absolutely, absolutely. Love it. It's so like what Master Collegian used to say, where the weapon becomes a weapon in the hands of the trained practitioner.
1: Mm.
2: That's a good one. Yes.
1: Okay,
0: before we jump to our knife quotes, they were fun to look up. Oh, they were. <laughs> Let's mention a couple of things about the tanto today. Start me out, Sensei Jackie. Sensei,
3: many styles, including our own, include training with the knife. Ninjutsu and Akita are two examples, and it is included in all types of military, police, and even personal self-defense training.
1: Hey, and this is a great place to mention, if you guys train in the style that includes Tonto, we would love to hear from you guys. We are all over the web at Wildcat Dojo, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and our website, wildcatdojo.com. And you can send us an email at dojoconversations at AOL.com. Thank you. And while
0: we're off topic, don't you think that Honor Athletics probably has a Tonto or two? Honor Athletics, yes. of course. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. Okay, I'm going to take... When you go to checkout, would you please mention us to get a 10% discount? I would appreciate it a lot. Make sure that when you're on the web, you're
3: at HonorAthletics.com.
1: And the best way, if you would like to talk to Cynthia, call her at 770 945 5150. Five, okay, guys, it's time for the quotes. Landon, I think you're going to start me out. I am, Sensei, and we're off. Richard Marcinko, who was on SEAL Team 6, said, Knives are like credit cards. Don't leave home without them and always carry several. I love that. That's very cool. <laughs> yes. Okay, keep it going, Sensei Jackie. Wolfgang
3: Puck, the chef, said, I like the Japanese knives.
2: I like the French knives. Whatever is sharp. Hmm. Okay, Sensei Tracy, you're up. Us. The writer Rick Riordan said, But magic is neither good nor evil. It is a tool, like a knife. Is a knife evil? Only if the wielder is evil.
0: Us. And a shout out to Rick Riordan because I do like the Percy Jackson books. I read a couple of them. And I'm going to finish it up with comedy because that's always where I want to go, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And Billy Connolly, who I think is a comedian. Will you look it up for me, Lennon? Said, I've always wanted to go to Switzerland to see what the Army does with all those wee red knives.
1: (laughs) Sensei, he is a Scottish artist and Uh is a retired stand-up comedian. So I'm right. A good right. Yes. Hence the yes. use of
0: the word we, because we would never use the word W-E-E, we, to mean little. We. know <laughs> We would have said, just with all those little red knives. Oh, but it's so cool. With I the know, wee but red you said knives. "we red knives. And that's fun. <laughs> I see Landon looking at their quote saying, what? I thought she just misprinted the word we. <laughs> <laughs> and after that teeny weeny bit of laughter, it's time for me to thank you, Censor Tracy, for... All the patience it took to yes. be on this show. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that, folks, is we had a lot of plane interruptions. We had today. airplane
1: Palooza today. You would think that we would be <laughs> literally on the tarmac.
0: Oh that's what gosh. it sounds like right now. So thank you for, for the idea for being on the show and for your patience. And for the oh, flight attendant who understands what <laughs> you yes, said. saying. Right? true.
1: <laughs>
2: it is my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I can't wait to do it again. Us. It was fun. Us. All right. Start me out, since Jackie. Bye, everybody. See you soon.
0: Bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. I'm Cincy Michelle, and I'm signing off.
3: Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.